Welcome to the Dermastore Podcast. A chat about all things skincare, skin health. And if you're a real skin nerd, we, we hope, hope you'll, you'll join, join the, the conversation. conversation. Welcome to the 11th episode of the Dermastore Podcast. Hey, Laura, how are you doing? I'm good, Greg. How's it going your side? Enjoying summer and yeah, off to a busy start this year. Absolutely. It's flying by. I think you said that on the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> really can't keep up, actually. It's crazy. I have this theory that like technology is warping time and that because we're working at such a higher pace all the time that actually our perception of time is warping. Yeah. That's such a true statement. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what did you use this morning? I had a really simple routine this morning. I actually just splashed my skin with water, vitamin okay. cleanse, and um, and then followed through with my vitamin C. I'm busy using the Abaji 10% still. And then I tried the new Bioderma Defensive Serum, which we've just launched on the website. Yes, Han, how is it? Oh, it's really nice. It's lovely. It's got um, it's a thicker consistency in terms of serums that we're used to. And I think that makes sense because it's really helping to calm and soothe a very irritated skin. And then I actually just layered it. So it was a Bioderma morning with uh, Kikabio, actually, uh, SPF 50. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually am experimenting with this product because it's got resveratrol in it. Yes, it does. Which is an amazing anti-aging ingredient. So, yeah, I'm having fun with it. It's really, really nice. Light SPF 50. Awesome. Hmm. And what did you use this morning? I went all out <laughs> this morning. Greg, when I'm, don't you uh, go all out? Well, on the vitamin C side. So I started with the Abaji C cleansing gel, which I said I think I used the last time. So I was just finishing that off. And then I used Butte Sunny Skin, which is a, a firm favorite. Yep. Everyone's got to try that product. And then I used the zo aox illuminating serum on top of that you little devil Uh, i love that product yeah such a good one and then i use my mighty dome active d sunscreen okay so again you i think you did this the last time you didn't moisturize yeah it's that aox illuminating serum has a bit more of a hydrating formulation and again yeah in summer i don't really feel the need in the morning to moisturize too much i think that's really good it goes back to that customization listening to what your skin yeah. needs i mean it is summer it is really hot we're sweating yeah. um i also find the mardi derm sunscreen very hydrating as well yeah. fantastic yeah. really nice so you are antioxidanted up. out yeah for the next <laughs> three days i don't have to wear vitamin c <laughs> so not you but anyway no. <laughs> Okay, for today's episode, we're talking about menopause. It's a subject that we don't think has been given enough attention. And certainly on our support, we've had instances where customers who are of a certain age are seeing changes in their skin and they want to understand it better. So we thought this is the perfect platform for us to to give some advice and some guidance on these changes. And with us in the podcast studio, once again, is Dr. Webster, our dermatologist. How are you doing, Dr. Webster? No, I'm well, thank you. Good. Thanks for joining us. So it is definitely something that has come across um, on support, but also what has been really nice is the support from a lot of international skincare brands that are talking about menopause a lot more, creating a bit more awareness around this condition. And what I love about it is that you're not really changing much in your skin routine, really, when it comes to anti-aging. I think it's just 
a bit more about the awareness and what the changes are that happen in your skin during this phase of your life. So could you tell us a little bit more about what are these changes? I agree with you. I think it's a neglected subject. And uh, again, in the age of personalized medicine, I think you've got to, as you old or hormonal changes, you've got to change your skincare routine. So most women will enter the perimenopausal phase at about the age of 45. So it will vary from person to person. And the things that happen with perimenopause and menopause, your skin becomes thinner, more alkaline. There's increased epidermal water loss resulting in a dry skin. And there's loss of collagen, elastin, and often you get the flushing and the blushing, which can result in rosacea. And you can sometimes get acne uh, breakouts. Okay, so there's a lot happening on the skin while entering into this new phase and predominantly because of the change and loss in estrogen that's right so So who is this woman consulting is it a dermatologist or is it a gynecologist well both okay so obviously with the perimenopausal phase she needs to speak to a gynecologist and consult with them whether she needs hormone replacement okay so like anything in life you've got to weigh up the risk benefit and each person is unique Mm -hmm. so obviously to help negate especially the flushing and the blushing in the perimenopausal phase hormone uh, replacement therapy you know in the form of estrogen orally will benefit that okay but that needs to be discussed uh, carefully with her her gynecologist gynecologist yeah and so let's talk through some of the changes that we're seeing and experiencing in the skin and i think one of the standout concerns that is spoken about the most is actually the dryness and the dryness translates through not only in the skin but also on the scalp hair hair becomes a lot more drier brittle coarse so Dryness, what could you comment on that? Well, I think because there is the changes in the skin with the estrogen levels dropping, you do get increased trans-epidermal water loss. Mm. Also, if you've got photo-aging, you mm-hmm. know, sun damage as well, that will also aggravate the situation. And that's where you might need to change your cleanser. Okay. You want to use a, a more sort of creamy cleanser, um, maybe that in the, in the evening, mm. and then maybe just to use something like a micellar water in the morning. Okay. And not to over-cleanse. Okay, because we need to be a cognizant of not stripping away from this already dry skin. Exactly. And also, because the skin becomes more alkaline, you've got to pay close attention to your cleanser. It must be as close to a pH of 5.5, which is the normal pH of your skin. Okay, and something that I also read, because of the dryness of the skin, it accentuates the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. So already by just taking care of the dryness of the skin, we can already start to improve the condition of fine lines and wrinkles. Exactly. Okay. What about deeper lines? What products can we start using for the appearance of wrinkles? Well, I think the sort of the one of the sort of golden products or the best product is a retinol. Mm-hmm. Is to use a retinol because that can what retinol does it it makes your stratum corneum more compact and it increases your your collagen production in the dermis. So if the woman has not used a retinol before, I think it's one of the the key ingredients to start using a retinol at this at this point in time and if they already are using a retinol let's say it is an opportunity and thankfully you know there are a variety of options available certainly on dermastore that you could up your percentage of retinol or you could up your dosage so 
moving from three times a week, you could move to maybe, let's say, four times a week. Um, so there is opportunity to play around with retinols. Yes, and maybe even to change the, uh, there's so many different brands, mm -hmm. it's maybe change it to maybe a more, with other ingredients that might be less irritating, a more, uh, sort of a more moisturizing type of retinol. We've got so many choices to, to on Dermastore. Yes. Yeah. And so, I mean, Greg, with that, so retinol gold standard anti-aging ingredient and product to incorporate. But we also, um, we're looking at, collagen decrease and collagen production i mean there was a statistic that you found dr webster about collagen yeah there's a rather startling uh, statistic that uh, a woman lo loses about 30 percent of her skin collagen in the first five years of menopause wow yeah so you <laughs> yes. lose 30 percent that's huge yeah. feel like <laughs> and thereafter you lose approximately two percent of the skin collagen per year for the next 20 years but awesome. most, but most of the collagen is lost in the first five years in menopause. Thirty percent. That's huge. So I'm thinking then growth factors, peptides. I mean, the Lamel Refirm Serum here would probably be an excellent one. That's exactly what I was thinking. There are a lot of um, amazing ingredients now, like peptides and growth factors, that actually help encourage the synthesis of mm. collagen. So we can really sort of kickstart that collagen again to. Hopefully start producing a little bit more collagen and helping it along. Yeah, so the skin active range for me is also another one because I mean, you talked about retinols, peptides. Um, they've got quite hydrating bases. So I think the, the key here is being smart with your product decisions. You obviously don't want too many, but definitely peptides uh, stems with ideally stem cells or growth factors and then retinoids. Definitely. I also love that Dr. Webster mentioned. So... You do have to take a little bit more care going into this phase of your life and switching up a few of your products like you said a creamy cleanser it's just going to help with that dryness and putting back into the skin and we're not stripping that alkaline based skin um, and also something that could be important that you mentioned dr webster is that because the skin is going through these changes um it might be more noticeable to start seeing the sun damage and the effects of the sun on the skin so you spoke about nicotinamide and possibly you know getting their skin checked out sure so obviously the person is older there's a combination of now hormonal factors and it's a, a lifetime of sun exposure so that's why if a person has had Precancerous lesions like actinic keratosis or non-melanoma skin cancer, namely basal cell or squamous cell, they should strongly consider taking nicotinamide orally at a, at a gram a day. So if you take one gram of nicotinamide a day, you can reduce the, the incidence of uh, precancerous lesions as well as non-melanoma skin cancer. What about changes in the skin on the body? Yes, again, your, your, the, the skin on your body will also become drier and bumpy. And, that, and that's where a product that contains uh, alpha-hydroxy acids or polyhydroxy acids. And that's where a product like the Neostrata Problem Dry Skin is an excellent product. Dr. Webster, so we've spoken a lot about skincare and some of the um, additions and changes we can make into routine to help with these um, symptoms that you experience during menopause. 
Are there any um, in-clinic treatments that you would recommend for a patient who is experiencing perimenopause or menopause? Yes, definitely. So again, um, there are lots of things you can do. You can um, do peels, the mm-hmm. variant type of peels. So often women will have larger solar lentigines, sun freckles, um, and the skin is dull and lifeless. And that's where something like a pH formula TCA peel which my skin therapist does in my rooms. We get fantastic results with that. There is a bit of downtime. It's better to do it more in winter, but the peels are excellent. You can do a medical microneedling, mm-hmm. and there's now something called the, the vampire facial, where you do the medical microneedling with PRP, platelet-rich plasma. So your the patient's blood gets drawn, it gets spun down. So you do the medical microneedling, and then you add your own uh, the own patient's like serum onto the skin. Infuse it back into their skin. Yeah. Yeah. And if this is for collagen synthesis and plumping of the skin, so yes. this is really good for that sagging and wrinkle loss. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. What else could we look at? Would you say IPL would be a great treatment for this patient, especially if they already maybe were prone to broken capillaries and fine lines? But now we're flushing and blushing even more. Would you think IPL would help I, this? IPL is great treatment. Okay. Uh, there's less downtime. So again, for those sun freckles and for the broken little capillaries and just for photorejuvenation, and especially women who are prone to rosacea, they often have the people who have the flushing and the blushing. Uh, it's a very fantastic treatment. Actually, speaking of flushing and blushing, because we chatted about this quickly earlier, it's quite an uncomfortable experience for these women when they have this flushing experience and their body temperatures just increase so tremendously a lovely product to introduce to them possibly is a thermal spring water just to have mm, on hand and spray good. all over their faces to cool them just down just have that in your handbag yes yes now i think that is great and also the skin ceuticals effective, yeah mm. in fact my wife who is in menopause um, <laughs> she, <Overshare>. she, <laughs> She, that's what she act, carries in her handbag. So. And the phytocorrective, that'll help with the redness and just calming the skin down. Yes, it will. It yes, works quite yeah. well, yeah. yeah. Any other treatments you recommend? Other treatments are things like uh, medical microneedling with radiofrequency. Okay. There's a thing called uh, Morpheus 8, which again we have in our clinic. So it, you use medical microneedling and you use radiofrequency. So that helps tighten tissue as well. So if you've got in you know, a sagging skin around the jawline, on the neck, it, it helps tighten that which is great these are all really important treatments to consider i think based on that statistics really start mm, me. yeah it's shocking um to really help just support the skin structures and strengthen the skin and really sort of help it recuperate during yeah, this phase definitely of a lot of these things are to stimulate collagen mm. you know mm. the medical microneedling the uh, medical micro the vampire facials and the morpheus it's all it's all stimulating collagen and what about injectables? Yep, you can do uh, Botox. Mm-hmm. So all Botox does, it just relax, temporarily relaxes muscles. So if you've got like frown lines, you look cross, the, the Botox is certainly useful for that. But it doesn't do anything actually to the quality of your skin. All it does is temporarily mm. relax muscles. So I think Botox, people think Botox is, does everything. It doesn't. It just temporarily relaxes the, the muscles. So it is useful. But then things like hyaluronic acid fillers are good. And there are now the collagen biostimulators where you can inject uh, products into your skin and that also helps stimulate the collagen. Again, that theme of because you're getting this collagen loss, you want to do everything 
to stimulate more collagen. Resuscitate it. The resuscitate the <laughs> collagen is a good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. So there's a beautiful overlap here where we can see that your daily and regular skincare treatment products that you use at home complemented with professional in clinic treatments is really going to help us overcome these new changes that we're experiencing within our skin during menopause. To wrap up, I, a really important to maybe for this particular skin condition is to seek professional advice. Go chat to your gynecologist, get advice from the dermatologist and look for the appropriate treatment that would best suit you in your skin needs at this time of your life. Thank you so much, Dr. Webster and Laura, for joining today's episode. We'll also wrap up all this content in an email, a blog, and we'll share the podcast widely. Thanks so much, Greg. Don't forget to subscribe if you're keen to learn more about what we have to say. We would also really love your thoughts, ideas, and any questions you have for future episodes. You can email us on pod at dermastore.co.za.